Wow, what a great show this was. I met with Jake Bossy, Tony Hajar of Drive Custom Fit in Salem. Found out all about how the business started from the early days back in Methuen to where they are now at the, the new building in Tuscan Village. Uh, great story. Learned all about um, you know what Drive's all about, the different classes, the personal training, but also just talked to a couple great guys and you know another local local business that's just worked their tails off to get to a great spot. So hope you guys enjoy the show. Okay, guys, here we are on another episode of the Premier Podcast, powered by Premier Mortgage Lending. A couple great guests on today, right? We've got Jake Bossy, Tony Hajar. Hajar. Did I get it? Yes, right. absolutely. We drive Custom Fit right in Salem, your new building over the Tuscan Village. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for having us. We're really excited. Yeah. We've been uh, listening to some of your stuff over the past couple of weeks. Good stuff out there. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, the whole idea behind it, like I was saying a couple minutes ago, is, you know, connecting community to success, right? So the public, you know, in our local area can learn about local business people that have done incredible things, you know, and really anybody that's super interesting. And what you guys have done to me is, is super interesting. I, I know that you started in Methuen when? Uh, 2013. 2013. June, June 8, 2013. Okay. And now that's not a long time. You know no. what I mean? So you get eight years later, you went to, you know, your, your bigger space. What was that about five, six years ago in the Coke building? Yep. Right. Uh, no, well, we were there for about five, six years in the Coke plant. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. So, yeah. And so mm -hmm. you just came out of there. So what was that? 2015? 2015 in the Coke plant. Yep. yep. Five, six years there. And then uh, we were at, well, the Coke plant was actually two. There was actually two projects there because uh, the first the first Coke plant was 12,000 square feet. Okay. And that was in uh, January of 2016. Okay. And then uh, by February of 2016, we were like, oh man, we need more space. Just like that too, right? Literally just yeah. like that. So we ended up taking the, the space next door, which yep. was another 5,000 square feet. So we took that down, we knocked a wall down and and built out the, the second half of, of, awesome. of Drive. So that was done in October. Uh, we started in October and then we opened it in uh, February of 2017. So really within 12 months we went from tw uh went from 5000 square feet in Methuen 12000 square feet in Salem the Coke plant to 17000 square feet at the Coke plant so it was a really fast rapid you know 12 months you know what's amazing about that like as you tell me that that you know that that progression it's because it, and you tell me if this is right cuz i know this is kind of what's happened with me it's the second you shift your mind from okay here we are in in this space and this is what we can do to be like you know what fuck it Let's, let's go big. Let's go to this, yeah. right? And then you get the space. You fill the space. It's like people create uh, – people tend to create limitations on themselves, right? Yeah, 100%. I would say, though, all of that jumping from space to yeah. space, I would say there was probably one or two years of design and development before those decisions even made, been made. Right. You know, we knew we would, we would – acquiring more space down the road and yep. we already we were well thought it wasn't just a gut reaction okay we got we need more space here we go what are we going to do now right the plans were already in in place you yeah. know we needed the space right we didn't know if we were going to have the space right um but then it all kind of you knew you were going to have the space yeah you it just was, need to figure out where it was going to be exactly so you knew it was going to you knew you were going to go there it was funny mike because was. we had we had really like two plans like we had two thoughts uh, going going into that into the coke plant, you know the first one was, you know, holy shit! I hope they come. Yeah. Right, we got twelve thousand square feet here. Like, did we build too big? Right, right. And then the other side of that conversation, same conversation by the way, was, well, if we're not too big, we can knock that wall down, and then we can add more space. <laughs> right. So there were two trains of thoughts happening, um, you know, at that time, and uh, you know anything was possible, and. Um, you know, we if we if we we manifest it, you know, we're big fans of that, right? Yeah. Manifest it, it'll yep. come. It'll yeah, come. Absolutely. It'll come. So, you know, we, I think we manifested the, the the right half of that, and uh, and with with the grit and the hard work and the grind, yeah. you know, it, it came to life. So let's let's take it back, right? I'm going to take it way back, right, mm -hmm. and then we'll get into the the progression more. So, where are you guys from? Where'd you grow up? How how did you guys come to to know each other and, yeah. and, and do what you do? That's a funny um, fun story. That, that goes way back. Good. So. Um, myself and Jake grew up two blocks away from each other nice. um, in Lawrence. Yep. We're both born and raised in the city. Um, we played Little League together. Yep. And really kind of growing up in the same neighborhood, everyone knows everybody. We obviously grew and then went separate ways. And then we reconnected. So were you guys like buddies when you were kids? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Col um, Colby Street and William Street. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
we played little league in the in the same in the same park and yeah. No, where in Lawrence was it? Where neighborhood? Prospect Hill. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah, so North Lawrence, I mean, it's funny because people always ask, like, you know, what's the story of drive, you know, and they always kind of go to, you know, Methuen 2013. But I think it's, uh, you know, drive started in Little League. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you so know, Tony and I, we, we see things the same way. You know, we have the same work ethic. Yeah. Uh, we don't shy away from challenges. And we're cut from the same cloth. You know, we're, we're two kids from Prospect Hill, you know, North, North Lawrence. Um, you know, we have the same upbringing. Both our families are, are you know, our Im- immigrant families. Yep. You know, mine from Sicily, his from uh, from Lebanon and in Italy as well. Like your parents or grandparents? My or? grandparents. Okay. Yeah. And um, and so you know, we we grew up in this neighborhood. Um, it taught us a lot. But there's something like Tony was saying. Like there's something about being from the same neighborhood. We're cut from the same cloth. So you know, it was just a, a really organic partnership as it came back around. Yeah. There, there so was come back around. Uh, I came back around at Salisbury Beach, Bourbon. Beach Access. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Salisbury Beach, Beach Access 9 is yeah. where it came back around with a whole bunch of bourbon. Okay. Um, one, we, we got reconnected. Uh, Tony was training over at the uh, workout club at the time. I was doing a ton of yoga. Over here? That's yeah. This one? yeah. And, um, and then we, we reconnected. We got together through some uh, mutual family. Now, were you friends. doing, sorry to interrupt you, were you doing yoga? Uh, was that exclusively what you were doing professionally? No, 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 no. no. Okay. I had a, I had a, a career. Yoga was uh, a passion. Yep. You know, training was a passion. I was, I was working in the industry, uh, but it was mornings and nights. Okay. Right, and then daytime jobs. Yeah. You know, um, but, uh, but when we got together, um, you know, I keep mentioning bourbon. You, you guys have any? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> uh, it's a little early. What time is it? It's about ten thirty. It is a little it's, early, but it's I mean, fine. Man, whatever. it's fine. It's twelve o'clock somewhere. But, <laughs> twelve, uh, not five. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were sitting on the beach, and you know, we were talking about um, accessibility, and you know, how can we make um, you know our workout regimens were were similar, right? We we like to lift, and we like to do yoga, and we're like, how can we make that accessible to everybody? Because at the time, it was kind of intimidating, like the whole yoga thing. Yeah, right. It wasn't as um, you know as mainstream as it as it is in 2021 versus, you know, you know, 2010, right? right. It, it was, it was a little different. So, um, I think at that time we said, you know, let's do, let's, let's just do a class and let's, let's just invite some friends and some family and some clients to Salisbury Peach. It was like the day later, right? At so Tony had like a, July. yeah, he yeah. had like a, a trunk full of resistance bands and, you know, we had some yoga mats and we just, you know, made a few phone calls and uh, a bunch of people came the next morning um, to Salisbury Beach, and we went out there and we did the first drive class. I mean, that's what Incredible. it was. It was it was it was and bands. This was, this was what year? Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Okay. Yeah, right. and um, and we had a blast out there. The greenheads were terrible, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember that from it. Uh, you know, that time it could really year. screw up your yoga poses. <laughs> it really you did. Know? You know, people were slapping their you know their <laughs> their bodies, trying to like you know kill the bugs, but. You know, it was a, it was a, at that moment, you know, we, we kind of knew that we were on something really special. Yeah. Um, you know, just, you know, combining those two facets of, uh, of fitness and, um, you know, and the fun that we had doing it and in the ease of transitioning from one, you know, one, one thought to the other, it was just a really great, strong synergy. And, um, and really from there it was, it was, it was created from there. It was just all about evolution. It was like, all right, this is cool. How, how how can we continue to grow it and how can we, you know, really, you know, drive community? Yeah. And I think that's important too, right? Being from Lawrence is like is like is is a small little community. And, you know, like Tony said at the beginning of the podcast, like we all everybody knows each other on Prospect Hill. Right. right. So that that's community. So we've always had a strong sense of community since we were kids. And so for us to create a community and build a community you know, um, years later was very simple. And so you're going back to something you already knew. Yeah. That you yeah. liked and that was part of your, your upbringing and part of your culture. And that's why it's become the culture of the gym, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, as Jake was saying in 2008, to be able to have these ideas, you know, we talk about it all the time. It was, we had a what if conversation. Yeah. What if, what if we were able to do this? Our biggest thing was how are you going to get people to trust what you're offering? Right. You know, how do you get someone to trust what you're offering? The same in your business. Same thing. Hey, Here's the services, trust that we're going to take care of you. Right. And we had a strong belief um, in what we were offering. And it was just a matter of getting people to buy into it. Yeah. And obviously with that, it, you have to make sure results are there. And 
it was one year after another. It was every Fourth of July, more and more and more, and then. So it, so to start, it was only it, it was only yearly that you guys were, were doing these classes. We were doing things through the course of the year, but well, not it, a whole lot. It, the conversations became deeper and deeper as years. Yeah. And, you know, then there was decisions that had to be made. It's like, okay, here's where we are, here's mm -hmm. where we want to be, and do you think it's going to happen? You know, when we left Methuen, we were only about 250 members. Now, where were you guys in Methuen? Uh, third floor of a medical building. Yeah. In the rear building. So no no sign, no no street furniture. We never had a sign, actually. <laughs> yeah. Now, how were people finding out about you then? Was it just word um, of mouth through friends? Through word of mouth. So when we both decided to take this venture on, um, we had a good client base. And good, I'll say, there was 80 people that knew what we did. Yeah. Um, I coached pretty much full time at Merrimack College. I was running their volleyball program there. So oh, awesome. there was just a lot of connections. But from being from the city, it was your aunt knows this person. This one looks for this. This one's going here. And it was we just spread our wings and just yeah. put information out there. I would say that people started to really find out about us was through Facebook. Yeah. At that time, Facebook was really right. That was it. We that had was... there was no money. So it was like, OK, I'm offering this free class at the Field of Dreams. And you just make sure that the product was there. Yeah. Um, it was different. It, it was it different, was. right? Well, no one was offering training. The, the, what we're offering now, you know, back in 2010, 2011, no one was doing that. No. It was just un, unorthodox. You just didn't. That's not how you trained. Well, all there was was, was, was box gyms uh, at that yeah. time. I mean, there was, there was, was nothing else. Even at, at that point, you know, CrossFit really took off. And, uh, well, after that, I'm saying, like, that wasn't even really a big thing at that point. Yeah. You it, know? It, it was um, never... An offering and then getting some people to, to actually do yoga it was like if you did yoga you were completely you you didn't lift in the gym right and we took it to another well, one thing you said a minute ago that I was gonna I was gonna say you're talking about you said yoga wasn't as mainstream you guys have made it mainstream well we, you know what I mean I like think, I've got a lot of buddies that that, that have, have, have gone to, the, to, to your gym and, and done yoga and they never did yoga before you know what I mean it's because it, it just kind of it, it spread I think I think we made yoga accessible, right? And you know, yoga can be intimidating, and um, you know, we experienced it. You know, um, you know, in my early twenties, took my first yoga class yeah. uh, in a gym, and uh, it was gym yoga, and I was like, you know, the hoodie was on, the hat was real low. Yeah. I was in the back of the room, yep. and um, I was like, oh, I'm going to give this thing a shot, right? And he was experimenting at the same time, you know, just new ways to you know, move the body, new ways to recover. And, you know, the the benefits started to come, right? So, you know, I was heavy in a weightlifting, so the shoulders were bigger, the neck was bigger, the range of motion was really limited. Yep. Um, the sleep patterns weren't really healthy at the time for me. Um, and then yoga delivered a, uh, a, a better sense of health, a better sense of wellness, a better sense of balance, better mobility, better range of motion. And then physically I was in the best shape I've ever been in. Right. Uh, and the, yo the yoga got more and the weights got less. I never abandoned weights, but I just went on this, this little path of yoga, yoga, yoga. Yep. Uh, and then we started to experiment other yoga types, right? So it went from like a gym yoga concept, and then we started to see all the other yogas that were out there. And a lot of them weren't really accessible to us, whether it was a languaging thing or just the vibe in general was, could be intimidating for a couple couple from Lawrence, yeah, right. <laughs> well, and, and, that, and that's how you got to think of it for for like the public too. Anyone else coming in, they, like, people don't like. I don't know shit about yoga, right? If I went to go into a yoga class, I'm like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? The most I know is like stuff that I've done with my my wife. If she's got like she's got like an app that we'll do some stuff on at home. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I need to stretch because I bitch about my body hurting all the time. Yeah. So mm -hmm. she's like, all right, well, we got to stretch. We're gonna do the app. You know what I mean? Um, so like people just don't know. Never mind you guys at that time. The public has no idea. Even now, so I think that accessibility piece that you talked about is is so huge. What we found is like people came to us to weight train uh, or for weight management yeah. or for cardiovascular work or nutrition, whatever it was. But a lot of people were coming to us for weight training, and we were like, "All right, great. Here's here's what you're going to do next." And they're like, "Yoga, I'm going to do yoga." And then we found all those guys and girls that came in to do the weight training were more and more in the yoga studio. Yeah. And then there were some people that just ended up doing yoga and then vice versa. We created such a great yoga program with, with our team, right? Becky was a part of that at the time. And uh, Becky Gabrielski, wonderful teacher. She's one of our you know, most talented. So yeah. uh, anybody that's listening, check she's out Becky's class. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. yeah. She's been with us seven years, eight years now. 
But um, but we built this team of like-minded yogis, mm-hmm. and um, and then we made we we made it accessible. And then what we found is people were coming in for yoga, and then they started exploring the weight training and the fitness side of things. And that's really that's really how it all kind of you know morphed together and evolved into what it was today. Yeah, it's a very unique it's a very unique concept. I mean, I haven't seen anything like what you guys do anywhere else. I love the name too. How, how do you, how do you come up with Drive way back then? Oh, I mean, drive is drive. Right, right? drive is drive. But so, how did you guys pinpoint that? Were there any options? Well, or was it just no, drive? So that's it. it. At the time, we had um, we had to make a decision what we were going to do. Deciding to create this business took a, a lot of a lot of heart. Yeah. And more importantly, I think more than heart was you had to have the drive to be willing to take that to the next level. Yeah. It, it wasn't about we knew the product would work. We beta tested we went through it ourselves for years and years and years it's like okay at this age here this is going to work really well but we had to have enough drive to be able to push the product it was our drive really to be able to say hey we're going to do whatever it takes to get this here and it's just a matter of allowing people to feel the same way it works it's it, it works the product works and it's it's long term um there's no one in sport you know that's played sports that go into their 40s and 50s and their bodies are 100%. Right. They're broke. Yeah. Because the way that we trained before was just you beat down on the body. We offer such a wide variety of different options from training in the heat to training and not in the heat. There's reasons for everything that we do. And it's long term. Yeah. These members have been here with us forever. Yeah. Actually, I was going to tell you earlier on when you were talking about Methuen, my sister <coughs> and her husband have been with you guys since then. Colleen and Jim Byron. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yes. know well. Yeah. 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 Um, because I remember her talking to me about it way, way back. Yeah. And then talking about you guys moving to the, to the Coke building. And now here you are. It's like, it's unbelievable. So like, without knowing a whole lot about you, I kind of knew a little bit about you for, for, for quite a while. Yeah, we've got, cool. we've got so many uh, like long-term members, yeah. you know. Um, and I think that's really, you know, one of the, the keys to success uh, at Drive is, is the results are long-term. Yeah. Right? So it's really all about uh, a healthy, balanced, sustainable lifestyle. Right. Right. And that's what it delivers when you can when you can bring in, you know, the mind body element, the cardiovascular element, the nutrition element, you know, the weight training and you can put it all together. Uh, that's where you that's where sustainability comes in. And there's a, uh, a sense of um, so much variety in the building and um, in a drive that there's so much variation. Yeah. So, you know, the way we designed, you know, the new drive was yeah, let's uh, talk about the new building <laughs> let's go i was in there yeah. that, place is, that place is incredible it's yeah. a spaceship. that place is incredible yeah. it really is it's like it's like no building i've, I've ever been in yeah you know? I, and I, I was only in there for a few minutes the other day i can't wait to come back and get like the full tour and, and go through it we'll bring you through maybe get myself working out i think you i think by the time we get done this yeah. podcast you're going to be training we already got you as trainer and everything you're good i was already talking about it i was talking to my wife about it and she's a she's a big runner she's like a fitness freak and she's like, I'll go, I'll go in there with you. I'll, I'll go down, you know. So oh, we already got you set up. Awesome, good. Yeah, so we'll, we'll that, catch that's up what I was going to ask you, right? So somebody wants to come in, right? Yeah. People sometimes get intimidated by these places. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, they walk in the door. What? What's? What's the? What's the start? Is it like a consultative approach? How does it? So let me. It's it's interesting that you just bring that up. Yeah. Okay, because this is this is as fresh as fresh can be. Okay. Last night I was on my way out of the gym. And uh, I went by the cafe just to grab a shake for my ride home. And there was a woman in there, and I could see that she was intimidated. Yeah. And she was in the lobby. So I, I approached her. Uh, I said, can I help you? She said, I'm here for uh, you know a, a tour, and I'm going to check out Drive. And, and I could see that she was really nervous. I sat her down. Uh, I spent about 15 minutes with her yeah. um, just talking to her. You know, trying to make her comfortable, and that's something that we always did, right? right? Like, like in, in you know, going back to Methuen, the office was like right at the front door, so everybody that came in saw Jake or Tony. Yep. You know what I mean, and uh, and we were able to connect with them. So as you get larger and larger, sometimes it gets a little bit more difficult. We yeah. have great people. You can that, only do so much, and you that, can't be there with everyone. Right. But I just happened to see her, talked with her, and um, and then the team came down about 15 minutes later. They gave her a tour, and they they set her up. Yeah. Um, I reached out to the team last night and uh, I said, hey, what, what happened with this, with this individual? How do we end up? And um, the team told us that, uh, that she was signed up. She was in the 910 this morning. So she's probably just getting out of class now. Awesome. So at 910, um, I put in my calendar and um, I went downstairs to meet her prior to her class. We introduced her to her instructor. 
Her instructor spent 15 minutes before class, right. before check-in actually, and showed her, um, showed her the ropes. And um, on our way to the podcast, we took a walk through the turf. The bay doors were open outside, as yep. they typically are. And um, I saw her on a bike, and I just went over to her. I looked at her. I said, hey, how you doing? She gave me the thumbs up. That's great. You could see the energy. You could see, you could see she felt great. And then we're going to follow up with her again. And so, you know, that's the, that's the key, you know, is, is, is putting the time in to understand our individuals, to understand the client's needs, the members. What are they looking for? What do they need? Because everybody has a different story. Absolutely. So yeah. Understanding those stories, I think, is It's is, 100%, is, is Jake. Like right on the – we tell all our instructors, all our staff, is we have to be able to get a good reading on an individual from the first second they walk into the gym. You mentioned when you came in the other day – I need to get back into it, so on yeah. and so forth. I listened to you talk to a couple of the individuals that were standing there. Talked about your building. We talked about the growth. Yeah. We talked about your employees. You talked about how busy you are. But you talked about getting back. I've already run through my trainers and said, okay, based off schedule, based off energy, you know, I read what, what you were offering at that moment. And it's like, okay, he's going to be a good fit with this individual. He's going to awesome. work here with his schedule. And that's really the thing, as Jake said. This lady was nervous. Yeah. Make sure that first experience is the best experience. Put a little bit of time, just as you do, with, with your business. I need to know what the individual really needs. I can offer them and get them here, or we, we need to get them to this point. It's daily. It's daily. In our, in our staff, we do a lot of training with our staff to be able to understand that. Yeah, it's so funny because it, it's. I think that's transferable in, in almost every business. Yeah. Like if, I, if somebody calls me and they want to buy a house, I'm taking a good half an hour with them just to understand what their goals are, what they want, how we can structure it. What, you know, the same thing you said, like what, what, their, what their whole entire situation is, their whole picture, so I can figure out what's best for them or help them figure out what's best for them. 100%. You know, and I think in a, in a gym setting, that's something that's unique that most people don't, most places don't offer. It's like, oh, you come in, you signed up, go. Yeah, and that, that's I mean that you just nailed it, right? So you, you walk into a big box gym, you know, I want to sign up. They're like, okay, great, you know, here's your key tag. Right, that's it. See you later. So then there you are. You take your key tag. You walk in. You scan your key key tag. You walk in, and there's this big, you know, eighty thousand square foot, fifty thousand square foot box. Tons of treadmills. Yeah. Tons of machines that nobody understands how to use. By right. the way, right? And then you're just lost. And then you end up spending ninety minutes walking around the gym trying to figure out how to do shit. Oh yeah. Right, and you burned. No calories, right? Right, and then most of the time you end up just talking to somebody, you know, and not doing either work. that too. I've been in the in the in the gyms before, and people don't know how to lift. They don't no. they don't know right. what they're doing. If anything, I'm, I've looked at people. Like, You're gonna hurt yourself. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. You need some guidance, some direction. That's where like synergy comes in, right? Synergy is our all resistance program. Yeah, tell tell us tell us about your classes, yeah. like so people can understand that. Yeah. So tell, synergy. So I start with synergy, right? Yeah. So synergy is a resistance based program. Okay. Okay. You walk into drive. There's uh, this big cafe and there's big glass and right through the glass there's our weight training program yep. everybody gets an individual space okay. you get your own bench you get your own set of dumbbells yep. and it's instructor led right so there's a personal trainer right at the front of the room guiding you through a 55 minute resistance program and it could be a full body it could be a lower focus every single day yep. there's a different program in that room whether right. it's a variation of tempo or exercises or isolation or whatever it is and not only is it every day of the week that the program is different, but every day of the year, the program is different. Oh, so it. you'll never get the same program at Drive. So that's re the resistance space. And if you look around the room, you'll see screens that have the workouts guided for yep. you. So if you're a little bit more advanced and you, know, you, you kind of want to take your workout in a different direction, you could still take your workout in a different direction. Okay. If you are um, a little bit newer and, you know, the languaging might seem a little bit, um, you know, different for you, yeah. you're going to be guided through it. So, again, there's a little something for everything. If you want heavier weight, we have those, right? If you want a lighter weight, we have those. You can always modify. You can modify everything. Everything in it, at Drive really is modifiable. So, again, Synergy is our resistance-based programming. So if you want to lift, if you want to just train yep. and do resistance work, that's the spot for you. But we don't recommend <clears throat> you do that every day. No, I mean, like we said before, we have there's so much to offer. Um, we have a heated zone. We have really just a, an interval zone, which we'll call it our – KO and on C2S are really just interval-based training. Okay. You know, it's... Cardio. Like circuit training? 
Not you could say a little bit of circuit training, but you're in your own space. Okay, you have yeah, your, your right, dumbbells, okay. you yeah. have your your bands, you have cardio pieces, and I guess it's taking the heart rate from one elevation to another. Yep. And when you do that repeated times over and over again, what happens is you create a long-term effect from that burn. You know, your metabolism gets refired up, energies um, get reestablished. Now, a program that might take 600 calories of burn, that's going to equate to about 900 to the end of the day. Those are interval-based. Right, that's keep burning. It's just a long-term burn. You would say that's C2S? So C2S and KO are going to give you good, good interval training. What KO I got. What does C2S stand for? C2S is is cardio to strength. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's really simple. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a little bit more functional or a little bit more power cardio movements. You're going okay. to see treads. You're going to see ski ergs. You're going to see rowers, um, air dine or air bikes. Oh, I where, fucking hate the, the assault bike. Yeah, we give you just a little That's bit of a taste, nightmare. right? But I guess the biggest, most important thing is <laughs> you have that balance. You know, we we originally, when we originally came up with this these programs, a lot of it was based off preseason training. Yeah. You know, you think about it. it in, in college, when I would recruit these kids, they would come in. The first thing, they would have three three weeks of preseason. And what did we focus on? One, we focus on nutrition, getting the kids back. You focus on conditioning, cardiovascular training. You fo focus on their strength training, and you focus on their mobility work. Why? To get them in shape, a small duration of time. Now, anything that's overdone, if I weight trained every single day, it becomes too joint impact, long-term effect, sure. the same way we feel a lot of times with our bodies, right? right? We train too long in the same fashion. So creating a, just a dynamic group of programming allows just a major, major output. That's why we don't see any injuries. That's why we see members well into their 60s and 70s at drive. On top of it, we have pro athletes that go there. That's awesome. So all the different programs um, are so dynamic. They're so just amazing. And our heated zone, I'll let Jake talk a little bit about that. The offering there just is is amazing. So you want to Let's talk hear about it. it. Yeah. I mean, I think that before we get into the heated stuff, um, you know, the programs always evolve at yeah. drive right i mean that's that's kind of what we do is 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 we created a great format that everybody knows and loves but at the same time behind the scenes we're always thinking about new ways to deliver fitness concepts yeah. like that's what we do that's what drive does yeah. so when tony and i are having those bourbons on the beach yeah that's what we're talking about and that's, so that's how anybody that does well at anything continues to grow and it's better. <laughs> bourbon yeah. on the beach. Bourbon on the beach. <laughs> bourbon on the beach is doing it. <laughs> bourbon on the beach for me, it's like wine in my backyard. But it's like always thinking and looking forward to what's next and how right. you can evolve. 100%. Not, not just sitting and staying stagnant. Yeah. You know, like my wife is like, okay, all right. I mean, can we just take five minutes? I'm yeah. like, because I'm always talking about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, what about this idea? What about that idea? And that's how you're innovative and do different things. Yeah. And that, and again, like, I love talking to people like you guys because it applies to every business. It applies here. It applies in, in, in your business. I've talked to restaurant owners. I've talked to, you know, a recovery center over here. Everybody's got the same mm -hmm. ideas. But passion is contagious. Oh, yeah. So yeah. your business is going to strive because you're so passionate right. about it. Right. You know, drive is is going to keep growing because we're so passionate about it. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome. Sorry and to I, hijack. Yeah. yeah no, that's all right. But I think you know to spin off that a little bit. You know, I think your your um, your gauge for effort it changes. Right. So like just when you think you are putting in your maximum effort, right. your threshold moves. Yeah. Right. And so I think that you know we get up every day and we're like, all right, how can we push the threshold just a little bit more? Right. So if your effort is here. You know, and you think you're at 100%, you're not. Go another 5% and then just keep pushing the threshold forward. And I think that's how, like, drive has continued to evolve. And people, too. I think it's important, Mike, that we, we have to mention the people, right? Drive has just about 100 employees today. Oh. It's 100 team members. It's not even an employee. 100 team members. And these are, these are the guys that are out there bringing the energy every day and, you know, bringing the customer service and smiling in and greeting you and really helping – uh, you know, push the vision and push the mission. So I just want to make sure that we do mention the team because without the team, all about the people. It's, it's all about that it. And that's how we've been able to really continue to scale and grow is because we've got great people in the organization that, that, that buy into the mission, you know. And, and, you know, we're big fans of leading from the front, right? And I think that if, if, if you continue to do that, they'll continue to, you know, to, to embrace, you know, the company's vision. And whether it's us getting out there and continuing to teach classes, you know, doing the 5 a.m.s, you know, getting there at 4.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, opening shifts. You guys get there every day at 4 o'clock in the morning? 
It does. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, and then and then also just, you know, again, if it's a if it's a room that needs to be cleaned, you know, you'll see us cleaning. You do whatever like, you got to do. I was taking out the trash go. this morning. I don't give a right. shit. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, you, well, you're proud of your place, too. So it's like if something needs to be done, you just do it, you know, yeah. and that's how others, you know, follow follow suit. But pushing the threshold for, for effort, right, we, we start to have these conversations, right, drives great, how can we make it bigger, how can we make it better? And it's not even so much about being bigger, but how can right. we make it better, right? So, you know, a program like C2S, like, we're evolving that program right now. Like, that program's going to change for the better in the next 30 days, right? So what you're going to see is you're going to see more team-based stuff, okay. more interactivity, right, yep. which I think the world needs right now, right? Oh. And and Absolutely. you're going to see more high fives. You're going to see more uh, more team based stuff in that in that synergy space. Uh, excuse me, in that C two S space. Did you do team based stuff prior to we did COVID? We did. Yeah, yeah, we did a lot of it. And then you know when we talk about KO, KO is knockout. It's just kind of an abbreviation for knockout. Yep. But when you look at knockout, you know knockout is a stationary program where everybody gets a Kaiser M three I bike, set of bands, set of dumbbells, but. You know, we got the addition of that exterior turf now. So we open up all the bay doors. And whether awesome. you're running around Tuscan Village through Lake Park yeah. uh, or you're out on the turf doing, you know, pushing sleds, doing air bikes, ball slams, a lot of team-based stuff happening outside. Um, anything can happen in knockout. And so if you want to push the envelope a little bit yep. and you want to get outside and, and, and get a little grimy out there and gritty with the sleds, go ahead. If you don't, no problem. You stay in your spot. Like so it. there's a little something for everybody, yep. right? If you're a little bit more reserved in your workouts, fine. Stay where you are. If you want a little bit more, a little bit more action, a little yep. bit more intensity, yep. uh, a little bit more interactivity, you know, follow us outside. And I'm sure the trainers kind of gauge what we do. Each person mm -hmm. wants. Right? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So you're not you're not pushing the person to go do that that wants to, like you said, is more reserved. Mm -hmm. So it's all about making people feel comfortable. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Yeah. So the heated zone. I mean, it's uh, we have two. You know, that grew really fast. So the heated zone. That was that was uh, that was some good times. So Tony, we loved hot yoga. Yeah. Right. So you know, everything was like, all right, more heat, more heat, more heat. And then one day, uh, we went to the yoga studio in, in the Methuen space, and uh, we grabbed a drill and four TRX mounts, and we found the studs in the ceiling. And we drilled four TRX mounts into the ceiling, hung four TRX straps from the ceiling, cranked up the heat. And uh, and we did a, we did a, t a heated TRX program in there, and and Max Shred was born. Yeah, I mean it's it's, I would say hands down my favorite program. Yeah. Um, one the benefits outreach anything else. So one the heat was awesome when we when we originally designed it, but then starting to we we track and analyze everything right to a, to a T. So tracking heart rate work. Tracking beats per minute. Wear monitors. Is that what? Yeah. I saw so, on the screens. Yeah. Everyone. Okay. The primary, the grouping or our facility has is strapped onto a my zone, which basically okay. gives us all their data. Right. So creating that heated zone, it was like, okay, yeah, it's great in the heat, but what? Why? How can we even? What is the offering? So we started to really dive deep into this. Um, what does the heat do to the body? We know that the heat elevates the temperature up. Of the end or the, your core temperature up yep. immediately so activation of the muscle cells or activation to the physical body happens a lot quicker one because the core temperature is already up two it creates faster blood flow to the muscle so if you're doing a bench press with 50 pounds the, the amount of contraction is going to happen twice as fast so instantly the pump that you have in the heat is going to be far greater than if you were doing it in another room or on, by yourself Okay, so that, that was one thing. We started to realize that. We also found that it's a 15% increase in beats per minute. 15%. Okay. Yeah, so that's quite a bit. What does that happen? Now, all of a sudden, we're burning more. Same amount of time of work. And at the end of the day, sweat. Right. You know, you can go to the gym, and I see it, and I hear it all the time. Oh, man, I did a great chest and tries workout. But I just, I'm, I needed more so I hop on the treadmill because you have to walk away with your, your shirt has to be a little sweat or yeah, you feel like be. you haven't done anything. They leave drenched. But what it also does is when you're breaking down fatty cells, what happens is you go to get a deep tissue massage. Get a deep tissue massage. The first thing they do is they give you water. Why do they give you water right when you're done? To help flush down anything that's broken down. Right. We're doing the same thing. With the interval training, heart rate's up, heart rate's down. We, we burn and break down more body fat. Sweat allows the discharge we teach them to nutrient up we teach them to rehydrate here we go so it's it's physical data that shows and again with the heat in anything 
you, I go back to the massage. You get a massage. Let's just say they're working on your shoulders. The first thing they do before they do anything is they put you on a heated blanket right. or they heat up the area. Is exactly what we're doing. So we're prepping the body prior to work. And it's, uh, it's really that simple. A thousand. A thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so we have two. So we actually have three studios. It feels like right? a thousand, right? <laughs> there are three studios that heated, right? The yoga studio, yeah. right? Which has a, a varied temperature. You know, if you're doing, you know, power yoga with Jake or power yoga with Tony, yeah. you know, our 5 a.m. classes, I mean, they're hot. You yeah. know, we're, we're at 104 okay. all day long. Yeah. Um, and we have a couple of instructors that, that do bring it to that heat, and then some are a little bit lower, yeah. right? Um, but I would say, you know, the yoga studio range is 85, 104. Okay. Um, but we get that, that good sweat and that burn. Max Shred, always 95. And then uh, phase 16 is the second studio in the, in, the, uh, in the heated zone. And that's our cycle dominant program. So if you like spinning and, yep. you know, cycling and things of that, that's the spot for you. Okay. But, you know, we wouldn't just do a basic spin class. It's really not what Drive does. Right. Right. Um, it's been done before. It gets done all the time. Yeah. So, you know, our, you know, our version of it, you know, obviously has got to include dumbbells. Right. right? You, can't, you can't be a drive without a dumbbell. Right. Right. So, you know, we get you on the bike, get you off the bike, 16 phases, really strong, really great energy, uh, different ambiance. Um, the lighting's always different. The heat's always good. Um, and you know, it's music based. So I like it. if you're into music, if you're into like, you know, just bass pumping audio, yep. like phase 16 is, is a spot for you. Okay. But again, it, it just gets back to that variation. Mike, you know, you want to lift, we can lift. You want to yeah. cycle, we'll cycle. You want high intensity interval training? We can do that. You want to get outside and push some sleds? We got you. So, I mean, it, I, I think it sounds awesome. Um, now the classes run from what? 5 a.m.? <laughs> so we created an early culture, okay? Yeah. So we decided know, that we I were going to say, that it's crazy. you know, 5, 5.30 has been done, right? right? So our first class, we open the doors at 4 a.m. Our people are there at 3.30. 3.30 a.m. Okay, our There's people are there. They show up, all guys. of them. 3.30 a.m., <laughs> we, we unlock the doors, all right? We turn the lights on. Yeah. We get the my zones ready. We get the heats going. And then uh, four o'clock we open. Our first guests start to come ar come in around four o'clock in the morning. Yep. And then our first class begins. Uh, loads at four fifteen a.m. and sells out every at morning. Four thirty a.m. Every morning. Every morning. Yeah. Was, we start yeah. at four thirty a.m. and we go classes on the fifteens. So if you miss the four thirty, we got a four forty five. Oh really? Right. If you missed the five, we got a five fifteen, and then we just keep going on the fifteens all the way through. That, that was a great story. We're back in Methuen. It was five thirty. It was always five thirty in the morning, yeah. <laughs> and we couldn't accommodate that grouping anymore. It was just too many people at 5.30. So we're like, all right, let's do, let's try like a 5.15. <laughs> and then I remember it was clear as day. I remember when we, we decided to, to go to five o'clock. Yeah. It was like, wow, that means we're up at like four. <laughs> so <laughs> five o'clock, I mean, and then we went to 4.45. Right. We're at 4.30 and we're there. Yeah. You know, we're opening the doors in the morning. We're we're in there teaching classes. Wow. And, and so you guys are still teaching classes all the time. Oh, yeah. We're there. That's I'm awesome. there. I get I open I get in the, to the facility every morning at quarter four. What? Do you live nearby? I live nearby, yeah. All right, good. Yeah, I live right in town. I was gonna say you should. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's we're there and it's it's being part that energy in the morning, especially. I would say at all time frames, but the mornings yeah. are different. Before 7 o'clock in the morning, we'll put about close to 250, 300 people just through class. Wow. Not anyone doing... Not in the open gym. Not area. in the open gym. That's just classes. Before 7 o'clock, we've already put close to 300 people. So how many classes are running at a time? Uh, it, well, they go on the 15th. So at any time, you could have all, you know, we have nine studio spaces. But and they're all going. They're all going. They just go. You know, if they're, if there's not something going on, we're just, we're, we're deep cleaning them. Yep. And then we just turn them over. Wow. Awesome. You know? yeah. Anyway, you sign up online beforehand. Is that the way it works? Yep. Yeah. We have a okay. registration system. So yep. you register for the class that you want. You come on in 15 minutes before class. They put you in. We give a dynamic warm up before every single class. Okay. Right. So if class starts at 5 a.m., you load in at 445. Instructors there giving you a dynamic warm up. We start class promptly at five, and you're out of there at five fifty-five. And chances are you burn a thousand calories. The sun hasn't even come up yet. That's awesome. And you get a head start on the day. That's great. You know, and the productivity is there, right? You know, uh, you get that workout done. Your body is awake. You're awake. You're alive. You're ready to start your day. Oh yeah. Right. So you're finding success not only physically but emotionally. You know, when you get to work, you're ready to go. Yeah. You know, when the kids are waking up. You're ready to yeah, go. Yeah, you're back. You know, yeah, so I mean. that's a it's a very very healthy culture for many. It works for many, and uh, I think that's why we see so much success at that time frame. 
And again, it's a time frame that we created, right? We always say we got to make hay when the sun's shining, right? Absolutely. So, you know, let's let's create something that's not that hasn't been done yet. Let's give people an opportunity to try something a little bit different. Yep. And um, and it worked. So in that case, I bet those classes are pretty tough to get into, right? If they, if they're all in the all past, early, yeah, early in the morning. Yeah, in in the past, of course they were because yeah. we didn't have the space. Right now. You know, I keep telling members now, stop signing up at night because you can get into any class in the morning. Um, they book up quick in the morning, but there's still always Meaning what, actually the morning you want to come? Yeah. So I was had a conversation with an individual this morning and was yep. like, stop worrying about signing up at night. If you came in just this morning, everything is open. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. so there's opportunity. That's great. And, and when there's not, and we find ourselves with our back up against the wall, we'll just add more. Yeah, you just adjust. We just act, just we can adjust. add more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, there, there, you know, candidly, there are some classes that are a little more difficult to get into others. Yeah, well, it's gonna happen. And that's fine. But there's, there's always- form, There's time slots that are busy. There's always, there's always, um, there's always an alternative. Right. You know, if you're trying to get into, you know, Tony's Wednesday morning yoga or my Friday morning 5 a.m. yoga, you might have to, you know, hustle to get in there. Yeah, but, but you know what though? How many people are in the class? 36. Okay, 36 people get in. So figure out a way to get yourself in. Yeah, Sign up early and yeah. do whatever you're going to do. But you know? for them not to be able to get into a class is, no. If you That's wanted, right. like you said, there might be certain... Right. It's the same as like if you wanted to buy tickets to a concert, yeah, anything, right? Anything that's 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 and understandable. They they go quick, right? Tickets going for sale. You yeah. better be on the phone and, and getting your tickets. If they don't, you you go to the next show. Hopefully, right. if not, it, it, it sounds like you're about the same age as me on the phone trying to get right. the tickets. That doesn't happen. Anymore. <laughs> doesn't happen. Yeah, anymore. Right. Like, right. The, the, the new tickets are coming out. It's like 1995. I'm dialing the phone. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, no, I'm not dialing the phone. So you know that, that's interesting because yeah, uh, I think back in like maybe 2000, like the summer of 2015, as we were making the transition from uh, the Methuen location to the Salem location, we didn't have like the technology for registrations. Yeah, you know, and um, and then so all these people kept showing up in the morning at 5 a.m. for these classes, and we didn't have the capacity, right. we didn't have the room. So we're sitting there, we're like, all right, what are we gonna do? Like, all right, <laughs> what are we gonna do? We're gonna have, we're gonna have, uh, we're, we're gonna field phone calls at 7 p.m. the night before, and then the first 36 people to call. So you just open it and take the calls. We just take the calls, yeah. right? So <laughs> yeah, our front desk staff would would take the calls, and she'd the first 36 people to call got into class, and that's how we were doing the reservation. Yeah. It pissed a lot of people off, by the way, but um, because you couldn't get in, because right. you couldn't, couldn't get in, it was busy. Sign. And the busy right. signal was hilarious. Oh. I remember Facebook messages, uh, you know, at the time, yeah. you know, you know, people doing screenshots. Yeah. You know, I called drive 100. 158 times <laughs> trying to get in a max shred tomorrow morning. It's just not happening. So. You know, those are learning curves and... Uh, and that's, that's growing pain, so yeah, that's all that yeah. is. You know what I mean? As you grow, shit happens. Then, like you, know, like you said, you add more space. Yeah. You, you do different things, you know? What, um, so how many members do you guys have now? What do you say, 20? We're, we're up there, man. A couple thousand. Yeah, yeah, a couple like thousand. That. We're up there. We're growing. We're growing really fast. Yeah, you know, the membership awesome. is, is taking a huge boost, which is, which you know, since we got to the new building, honestly, yeah. which is amazing. I mean, you've got Tuscan Village, right? A beautiful, beautiful lifestyle, premier lifestyle destination place. Yeah. You know, you've got, uh, you've got Tuscan Market there. You've got Lake Park. You've got all sorts of great, um, great scenery out yeah. in Lake Park. Smutty Nose Brewery is there. So there's just a lot of action. The Salem Farmer's Market comes every Sunday. Um, so there's just a lot of action over there. And Drive was the first building to open yeah. in Tuscan Village. And so, you know, we feel like we, you know, we played a good part, a strong part in kicking off the village experience where, you know, we immediately brought a couple thousand people into the village awesome. to experience it. And um, it's just been um, every day, every day, more and more people come in. So we've got this huge influx of all these new members experience a drive for the first time, which is incredible. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, so many of our legacy members, I like to call them, you know, some, you know, a couple hundred from Methuen, you know, a couple hundred that signed up, you know, early on with us at the Coke plant in 2016. And they're all still with us. Their families are all still with us. And, you know, one of the great things, like if you were a member in 2014 or 2015, you've now had, this is your fourth drive, right? Because you, you had Methuen, right? And then we grew to the Coke plant version one, yep. right? 12,000 square feet. And then we built out another 5,000 square feet where you got a whole turf section, right? So we created grind and all the turf classes, opened up the way floor. And, and then now you're in, you're in the Coke, uh, excuse me, you're in uh, Tuscan village. Like that's, that's four gyms. Incredible. In six years. 
So, I mean, for them, like they're enthusiastic, they're excited. They probably even take a, a, a have a feeling of pride in it there too. Is. You of know course. what I mean? Of course. It, which is is awesome. You know, it's like everything you've you've described is similar to what, what we've done too. Like I remember in 2016, we were in office in Andover. Then we moved to that corner. Then I took over space in the other side of that building. Then we moved here, right? And a handful of my guys that have been with us all that time, it's like we're all part of it together, you know? And it's really cool. You guys must have a, you know, you must walk in that place every day. And I mean, I walked in that place and I'm like, I was like, fuck, I would be like so proud to walk in these doors every day, you know, knowing that, that you built that and you grew it. So you must walk in every morning at whatever crazy time it is, 2 a.m., and uh, just, just have an overwhelming feeling of, of, of pride and accomplishment. It's awesome. We do. We do. Yeah. But I think there's even a stronger pride in, in our people. Yeah. Right? Because to watch them now do what they do every day and to watch them come into the doors, you know, in the, in the wee hours of the morning and to see them, you know, pull in 12, 13, 14-hour days like, like we do. Yeah. That, to, to, to me, to us, I, I believe, is, is one of the most uh, significant things in our evolution is watching the, the progress of our people, yeah. watching the maturity of our people, watching them grow and become just really great, strong leaders out there. And, um, and they're really, you know, it's the people that have really allowed us to grow into that space. Yeah, I mean, you did it together as a, it's, as a family. That, that's what it is. So uh, is this space going to be big enough for a while? For a while, you know, uh, like I said, we, we continue to find our maximum effort. I, I think your face was the funniest part. He was like, uh-huh. and push that threshold. You know, yeah. you just got to keep pushing it. You know, I think it's important that we make things right where we are today. Absolutely. And uh, you know, who knows what could happen next? Yeah, you always perfect what you what you're working on before you before you move. Um, any more drives in the future? What are we thinking? Well, I think that's kind of what I just said. You know, yeah. we got to perfect what yeah. where we are today. Yeah. And, you know, our goal is always, uh, you know, we, we consider ourselves community builders, Absolutely. right? So, um, you know, if we can grow and expand our community, I mean, it's it's something that we'd love to do. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, it's a marathon. It's oh, not a sprint. It, life you know? is a marathon. But I will tell you this, it's the second inning. Yeah, so. it's the second inning. <laughs> I love we that. I'm I not love even, that. We're not even up yet. <laughs> we're not even up yet. We haven't even taken our first at-bats, <laughs> you know? Well, that's awesome, guys. One other question, because I, I, I was curious. Um, when are you guys open? So you, I know you open super early. When, when are you open throughout the day, time-wise, and days of the week? We're, it's open pretty much, I think, 4 to 8 okay. every night. So our last class at night are, is 7 o'clock. Okay. Yeah, and our first class, as Jake said, is at 4.30. Okay, 4.30 uh, to 8 o'clock, uh, 7 days a week? Uh, Monday through Friday, those are the hours. And weekends, uh, weekends we open? So I think my um, first class is at 6, and our last class is around uh, 3 o'clock. Oh, well, that's o'clock. great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so we um, try and give... Uh, you know, give 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 everybody an opportunity to get in there, especially on the weekends. Yeah. And you know, weekends are great because uh, a lot of people like to lift independently, so right. they take advantage of the open gym, get to use the equipment, and yeah. Now with the open gym, we didn't touch on that at all. Is it? Tell me about that quickly, just so people that are listening know exactly what you know. If they want to, if they like going, you know, to one of these other big box gyms, and they do a lot of that stuff on their own, but they're, they're interested in the classes. What do you, what is the uh, the open floor of the gym like? Yeah, we we set it up just like a class. So if you yep. wanna you know if you wanna just do something independently for the day, just sign up for open gym and head on in and use the equipment. We got great equipment. Strength Alley is like everybody's favorite. Yeah. Right. So Strength Alley is where we have all our rack systems. You get all your kettlebells, your bumper plates, air bikes, ski erg. So if you wanna use any of Drive state of the art equipment, whether yep. it's the Kaiser system, the Life Fitness stuff, whether you just wanna jump on a treadmill, a stair yep. climber you know, hit the leg press. If you want to use any of that equipment, it's always open and it's always available. All you got so to do is sign, sign up for that as well. Sign up for it just like a class. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome, guys. Yeah. Hey, fellas, this has been great. I'm so happy you guys came in. Uh, I'm going to get my ass over there and get Absolutely. drop these extra Absolutely. 30 that I've been carrying for the last couple of years. Um, anything else that people should know about you guys before we wrap I, up? I think that one thing that I'd like to say is, one, we, we specialize in classes. That's what we do. Yeah. But the business started way back on the personal training end, right. the one-on-ones. Um, our staff is highly educated, very, very educated, very knowledgeable. And sometimes it's getting that, that individual on a, on a one-on-one basis for a small amount of time gets them much more comfortable to understand oh, that's what we're option? offering. Oh, we, we do about 150 to 200 hours a week of just one-on-one training. So a good amount of our members take advantage of that. On top of it, we offer it, and, and a lot of non-members actually come in just to work with our staff. So oh, that's this cool. Is, I didn't, I, we didn't even touch on that. Yeah, I think that's hundreds great. and hundreds of years of experience yeah. on, on the one-on-one sector, and 
We actually built, we actually built a studio for it. Yeah. So we have oh, a pri- really? yeah upstairs uh, near the yoga studio space. Um, we have a private training studio. So uh, if you want just a little bit more intimacy in your training, um, whether it's an intimidation thing sure. or you just want to get a little bit you know more guidance in a in a in a quieter environment. You know, we built the personal training studio, which houses our boot camp programs. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, services, one-on-one personal training, small group training, you know, our boot camp programming, you know, we put 250 people a quarter through our boot camp programs. It's one of our most successful programs. And we've continued to let that evolve too. So we... um, we have different tiers of it now, right? So, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's boot camp level one, which is registration is open for that now for the fall. Registration for level two is opening up soon. We're creating a level three and so on and so forth. So again, we are always- Now, what is that exactly? Basically, boot camp is, is a guidance, an eight week guidance. Okay. So one, you're, you're starting in to understand and learn nutrition. Mm-hmm. So we're guiding you through a nutrition process for eight weeks. Um, and then it's just a, it's a progression based fitness program, you know, the, the, the results that are given. So what do you get at the end of the day? You're going to get some great, great results. So for instance, you mentioned, hey, I want to get this 30 pounds off. Yeah. That's something that will start, will chip away at tremendously over the course of eight weeks. You're going to learn form, foundation, breathing, yeah. mechanics. You're going to learn really how to eat. We're going to take it right from the scratch. And we're not necessarily the level one. We're not going to give you, don't eat this, don't sure. eat that. We're going to teach you how to eat, how to live. Because at right. the end of the day, that's re- really what it's about, right? It's a lifestyle. We want a lifestyle. Yeah. We want to be able to enjoy these things that we want to enjoy, and we want to be able to do the offset to make sure that we can do that. So right. we'll give you that guidance. It's, this is something that we started back well before Drive was even here. Really? So, yeah, this is our long, biggest, uh, strongest program that we have offered. Yeah. yeah. What else did we miss? That was like as we were wrapping up. Yeah. How much more time do we have? You know? yeah. <laughs> as much time as you want. Um, no, this is incredible, guys. It really is. It was another question I was going to. Oh, is it? Uh, is it one of those things where people just pay a monthly membership? Yeah, there's also a unlimited type of deal. Yeah, different options. Okay. Um, you know, you can do an unlimited membership. You yep. can do you can do class passes. You can do drop-ins. Yep. You know, there's there's different stuff. Oh, all different things. Oh, yeah. but, but the option to just say, hey, I want to pay them. That's the majority. Membership. You know, that's what I would do if I was going to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Say, hey, and then you can do whatever you want, right? Majority of, 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 of people at Drive, that's yeah. what they do. They, they, they do a monthly or they pay in full for the year. Yeah. They just roll. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, guys, this has been great. Mike, um, thank you. Where can people find you? You know, Instagram, all that good stuff. Let's let, let people know. Obviously, Drive Custom Fit. Yep. And then um, I'm Tony Hazard Fit. At, on all social uh, social media platforms. Tony has your fit, okay. Yeah. And uh, Instagram is really my thing. Yeah. Um, that's where you can you know find me on on social. Okay. Uh, but it's just at Yoga Jake. So at Yoga Jake. At Yoga Jake. Find me there. DM me there. Okay. Uh, I do a lot of communication there. So all right. If you have any questions, reach out. Drive custom fit people in the Tuscan Village. You gotta go check it out. It's a super state of the art, impressive building. I was in there the other day, blown away by it just just by walking in the door. One of the coolest things that I that I liked was the uh, the, the the barbell handles too. When oh, I was yeah. walking, I'm like, that's fucking great. I like that. Yeah. So thank you guys. I appreciate it. Mike, I'll see thank you, you at the so gym. much. Absolutely. Right. Thank, thank you, Michael. Thank you guys. Yeah.